discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you, Father, for the power of your word, for the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the things you whisper to us as we worship you. Thank you for revelations from your word. Thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit who teaches us, guides us into the truth, reveals your word to us, and reveals Jesus Christ to us. We are grateful and thankful. Thank you that today Jesus is made real to us to a higher degree. Thank you that we have more understanding than we have, we have ever had because of your mighty Holy Spirit who is here with us. We receive your word with meekness, with faith, with gladness, and with exultant joy. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Give the Lord a shout. Glory. Has the Lord been good to you? Has the Lord done anything for you? Give the Lord another big, big shout. It's to the Lord. It's to Jesus. 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 Give him a shout. Give him a jump. Give him a jump. 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 Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. If he had not come to come and die, that, that, that is it. You will be nowhere to be found. Yes. Because of his arrival on earth. It is true. It's not false. It is true. A man once lived on earth called Jesus. Nazareth who was a Christ the anointed of God and he was crucified died a gruesome death not because he had done anything wrong because of your wrongs and when he died on the third day he rose again from the dead for you yes so that you will not go to hell again so that you'll be secured. Everything we are, everything we have, we owe to him. So he deserves a shout. He deserves a, a, a jump from you. I don't know how you will say thank you to someone who has saved you. Yes, I don't know how you will say thank you. What can you do to say thank you? Yeah. Hallelujah. He's awesome. 
He's glorious. He's beautiful. There's none like him. Where would I be? Where would you be? Oh, how the devil hates you. Oh, how the devil hates you. How the devil hates you. How he wish you were dead. Silenced forever. The Lord has protected you. He's kept you safe. In the night when you are sleeping, we're paralyzed. In your, in your, when you sleep, you're paralyzed. You're paralyzed in your sleep. He, mount, he mounted God on your, on your body and on your spirit for you to wake up again. I think he deserves a big hand and a big thank you. It's to him. It's not for me. It's to him. It's for Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I've been sharing on the work of a shepherd. And um, I'm hoping to conclude it today on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Not all the work of a shepherd. I'm, I'm talking about feeding. We've picked only one of it. Feeding. There's more than feeding. There's more than that. Okay? Yes. So we are talking about the work of a shepherd. This is part eight. Yes, part eight. Wow. I can teach up to part 25. Yes. If you are interested. And we're looking at some of the, you know, what to feed different people at different levels. Because Christianity has different levels. Everybody born in Christ must grow. God's desire is for you to grow. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Okay? First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word so that you may grow thereby. It's God's concern. God wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. The new birth is powerful. It's very important. But right after the new birth, you must grow. How do you grow? Through the word. I preached a message on um, factors for growth some time ago. And I spoke about the word, the spirit. I spoke about breathe, eating, drinking, breathing, exercising, and rest, if you remember. Yes. During the COVID time, I explain it very well. It's, it's a reference message. You should get that message and add it to this particular one so I can understand even some more. It's good you have understanding. Without understanding of God's word, you are joking. Hallelujah. So you need to understand God's word. It's God's concern. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. Look at Galatians 4, 1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, God doesn't expect you to be a child for a long time. It's as long as he's a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. The word child is nepius. I mentioned it. It's, it's, a, it's a growth stage, but it's also a problem that can happen for a child of God. When you are not growing, you are described as a nepius. One who is experiencing stunted growth, has kwashiorkor in the spirit, or has berry berry in the spirit. He's lacking, he or she is lacking certain things that is needed for his growth. You see, he says that, now I say unto you that the heir, you see, you are the heir of God. We are joint heirs together with God. Romans chapter 8, <laughs> verse 17. Look at Romans 8, verse 17. 
He says, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God. Are you a child of God? He says, if you're a child of God, then you are an heir. He's not talking about heirs. Your hair, the hair on your head. He's talking about an heir. An heir is the one who is to inherit. Who, who has an inheritance. God has an inheritance in us. And we also have an inheritance in God. Okay? In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, Paul mentions the inheritance that God has in us. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know that... You may know what is the, ex, the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The, the Lord has an inheritance in the saints. But apart from the Lord having an inheritance in the saints, the saints also have an inheritance in the Lord. Acts 20, 32. I commend you, and now brethren, I commend you to God, to the world of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. All those who are sanctified have an inheritance in God. Christ didn't die for nothing. He died and left us an inheritance. We are called to inherit blessings. Hmm? We are called to what? Inherit blessings. That's in First Peter 3 verse 9. Not rending evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing. Knowing that you are there unto call, that you should inherit a blessing. So every child of God is called to inherit blessings. So he says, don't curse anybody. Because when you curse somebody, what you, re- what you reap is curses. But you are called to inherit blessings. So because you know you are called to inherit blessings, it says, watch your mouth. Don't insult people. Not rendering evil for evil. When someone does evil for, to you, don't render the person. Don't render evil back to the person. The Bible says that we should, over, we should not be overcome by evil, but we should rather overcome evil with good. So it says, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, insult for insults. Someone says, oh, mommy. You then also say, oh, mommy, no, papa. Someone did this to you, and then you do this. You are going to inherit a problem. He says, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing. So when someone insults you, bless the person. Can you do that? This is what qualifies you to become a father. A father is one who has understood, who has come to understand love and has come to understand righteousness, the righteousness of God, and is living the righteousness. He's a living proof of the righteousness of God. He brings in the righteousness of God and not good and evil. Do you understand? Yes. He brings in the love of God and not good and evil. Because good and evil are from the same tree. What is good for this one may not be good for this one. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing. Knowing that you are there unto call that you should inherit a blessing. So you have, a, you, have, you have an inheritance. You are the heir of God. And you are a joint heir together with Christ. Romans chapter 8, where we're reading, verse 17, if you remember. Romans 8, 17. Now, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also, we may also fight together. Do you see? Yes. Because you know you're an heir, you don't mind when you're going through a certain kind of suffering. Because you know that your suffering is for your glorification. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. But the things which are seen are only temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. So, you must inherit the blessings of God. You must, you must enjoy. God wants you to enjoy the blessings, his blessings. He wants you to enjoy health. He wants you to enjoy goodness, mercy, favor, grace. That's, that's, the, that's the heart of God for you. 
because you are his child. The father is into giving good gifts unto his children. He doesn't want to see you suffering. But if you don't grow, you will suffer. Not the suffering in Christ. You will suffer for nothing. The sufferings in Christ, that one is different. I just mentioned that. But the sufferings of this world, that God wants to exempt you from. Do you see? Yes. He wants to exempt you from those things. And he wants you to enjoy his blessings. God has called you to live a good life. A wonderful life. An exciting life. Not a life full of sickness. Because he died to take care of the sickness. He was whipped. Jesus didn't need to be whipped before being crucified. But he allowed for himself to be whipped so that you can have a reference point for your healing. By his stripes, you were healed. It is because of our healing that he was whipped. Yes, we didn't need to be whipped. He carried a crown of thorns so that you will know that the, the curse of this earth has been carried by Christ. So that you don't have experienced the curses of this world. Whether you like it or not, there are curses in this world. Or you don't know. Yes, there are curses in this earth. They are there. But Christ has carried it. And you need to understand that Christ has carried it. If you don't understand that Christ has carried it, the curse of this world will start affecting you even though you are born again. Because you don't know. Ignorance is a very big problem in Christianity and in life. They know not. Neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. I have said that ye are gods and that ye are the children of the most high. But they shall die like men and like one of the princes of this world. Why? Because you know not. Neither do you understand. If you don't know and you don't understand the word of God, you don't enjoy what God has prepared for you to enjoy. Are you in the church? So the problem is the problem of knowledge. Knowledge. So it is through knowledge that you... The just is delivered through knowledge. The just is delivered from his problems into his glory through knowledge. You don't need special prayers. All you need is the word of God. You need to understand the word of God. That's what you need. Not special prayers. You can Even your prayers must be influenced by the knowledge of God's word. If you are praying and you don't know what God has said, you will pray amiss. And you will not receive answers. And you always criticize God. Meanwhile, God also has set up principles he's never going to change. He, that, gravity has no, no uh, 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 respect of persons. God is also not a respecter of persons. No matter who you are, you need to do it by the principle that has been laid down. You need the knowledge of God's word. Okay? So a child of God increases and grows from the various stages. I've mentioned a lot of them into other stages through the knowledge of God's word. Without the knowledge of God's word, you will not, you will not grow as you're supposed to. So Paul said that the heir, as long as he's a child, as long as, meaning that you can be a child for a long time, for a long time, a lot of Christians, someone can be a Christian for 20 years and is still a babe in Christ. He's been born again for 20 years, but he has not progressed. He has not grown. He has not increased. He has not found out what the word of God says concerning him and what the word of God says concerning Christ in him. There are two aspects of the revelation of the New Testament. The first one is who you are in Christ. That is finding your identity in Christ. The second one has to do with who Christ is in you. Christ is something in you. Christ is wisdom in you. Christ is righteousness in you. Christ is sanctification in you. Christ is so many beautiful things in you. Do you see? And you must grow in the knowledge of Christ. If you don't grow in the knowledge of Christ, you are not going to enjoy the benefits that God has made available for you and I in Christ. That is why he says, I commend you. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able, that the word of his grace is able to build you up 
and give you an inheritance. Give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Even though all of us are sanctified and we are all children of God, it's not everyone who has the inheritance or who is enjoying the inheritance. God took them out of Egypt to bring them into the land of Canaan. That was where their inheritance was. But between Egypt and the land of Canaan, there was the wilderness. There was the Red Sea. There were all those challenges. But the ultimate was that they would come into the land that is flowing with milk and honey for them to inherit houses they had never built. For them to have wine they had they never planted. That's the aim of God. But unfortunately, a lot of Christians die in the midst of the wilderness like the children of Israel died in the wilderness and never got to the, to the promised land. Why? Because of ignorance. Because of ignorance. Because of, because of lack of understanding of what God is trying to accomplish. It's a problem. Hallelujah. So you need to get, be, be a listener of God's word. Constantly. Not because you are a pastor. Abraham was not a pastor. Isaac was not a pastor. Jacob was not a pastor. David was not a pastor. These were family men who were businessmen and trying to exist in this earth. But they got to know the Lord. They were, they were, what? They were busy men. Busy men. Businessmen who were busy. But they never joked with God. And that is why they prospered. They had an inheritance here on earth. And they're in heaven. Every child of God must have an inheritance. You must enjoy. You are not to die at 70. 70 is not the, 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 the baseline. No. 70 was given to them because of their errors in the wilderness. 120 is the baseline. Hello? God reduced the age from hundreds to 120. Yes. He didn't bring it to 70. It was those in the wilderness who had to die in the wilderness because of their disobedience and their tempting of God. They tempted God 10 times. And God got fed up with them and said, all of you, because of the things you have said into my ears, none of you are entering into the promised land. You are all going to die here. After seeing all my works, all my greatness, all the things I've done for you, taking you out of Egypt, bringing you through the, 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 the Red Sea, taking you through the wilderness, protecting you as you're in the wilderness. Every morning you wake up, you see cloud of, pillar of uh, uh, cloud eh, covering you. A cloud covering you, preventing the sun's rays from coming to you. Having air-conditioned atmosphere in wilderness. In the night, when it is cold in the, in, the, in the desert, I make that cloud change to become a pillar of fire by you to give all of you heat in the wilderness. And you still doubt me. You still feel I'm nothing. You still I'm nobody. You still feel I'm nobody. You still feel that the land of Canaan, the giants in the land of Canaan are bigger than me and they are greater than me. Okay, all of you are going to die in the wilderness. And your children will inherit the land. So they had to, the, God gave them 40 years of going in circles. They went, they went in circles round and round and round about for 40 years so that all the old generation would die for the new generation to come. And all the old generation had to die within that period. So he gave them 70. He said, if you are strong, you go to 80. And all of them died. So that scripture is not for born again Christians. Don't say that uh, uh, 70 is the cap. No. 70 you are now starting. Yes. Your, your, your feelings are now coming. I tell you. Abraham at age 70 and 75 had feelings. Yes. Sarah at age 90 had to, be, had to have feelings. I tell you. <laughs> she was so beautiful that Abimelech, who was, a, who was a king of the land of Gaia, wanted to have her as, 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 at, least at 90. Yes, wanted to. I tell you, beautiful. You are going to be beautiful when you are 90 years old. Yes, all those who stood up is for you in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. So your ignorance is a, it's a great problem in the, in the body of Christ. You need God's word, I tell you, in order to grow. And that is why God gives you pastors. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. And I will give you pastors according to my own heart who will feed you. They will feed you with knowledge and understanding. They will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That is why you need to hear God's word. You need to read it for yourself. It's so important. You see, the word of God is life encapsulated in words. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of God is spirit and life. The more you take it in, the more life you receive. The more you take it in, the more spirit you receive. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so important. You ignore the word of God, you are ignoring your own life. Proverbs 13, 13. Message version. Ignore the word and suffer. Honor God's commandments and grow rich. Hmm? Proverbs 13, 13. Message version. Honor God's commands, honor God's words and grow rich. Solomon is not the first person to have discovered this particular knowledge. Or this particular wisdom. David, David taught him. Psalm 1. Verse 1. Blessed is the man. Go back to Psalm 1, verse 1. King James, please. King James. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. He didn't say blessed is the pastor that does not walk in the counsel of the godly. Blessed is the man or the woman. The man. Man or woman. It's for everybody. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the, in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Not, it's not pastors. It's for everybody. You see, it's for everybody. No, sit in the seat of the scornful. Your, 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 your seat is not in the midst of those who mock God. Those who think that church is nothing. Those who think that pastors are nothing. Those who think that prophets are nothing. Those who think that apostles are nothing. What, what are all these? Going to church is a waste of time. Don't waste your life. Make sure you are working. What is work without Jesus Christ? What is work without the, the knowledge of God? The, the knowledge of God. What is work without? What, what, where will you take your work to at the end of the day? When you are dying, what will your work do for you? You can have all the money and you'll be dying. Yes, without the knowledge of God, you end up dead. A lot of young people in our generation don't think that the word of God is something to, to use in their lives. And I, I honestly don't understand. I don't know what is wrong with your brain. It is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. That is what will guide you in life. Yes. If you ignore the word of God concerning marriage, for instance, you will have a lot of problems. Lots and lots of problems. There are a lot of, there are a lot of children of God, young people, who have decided that when it comes to marriage, they will make their own decisions. When it comes to who to choose, they will make their own decisions. God will give them someone who is not good enough for them. That's what a lot of people... It's an unspoken faith. An unspoken faith, an unspoken belief, it's in your heart. And you see it after you've said so many things from the word of God concerning how to choose a partner. When it comes to practically choosing a partner, you see them choosing people they are not supposed to choose. Choosing from places they are not supposed to choose. 
going where they are not supposed to go. Yeah. Clearly, you have set the wisdom of God aside and you are functioning by the world's wisdom. Yeah. Yes. It will over you, you'll be shocked. Yeah. You will be surprised. Do you know how many people are suffering in their marriages? I wish people would un- be honest about their marriages. I wish people would be honest about their marriages. Pastors are suffering. Yeah, because you can be a pastor and not do it by God. You see, pastor is just a word. Yes, pastor is just a word. There's an anointing of, the, of, 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 of pastoring. There's an anointing. Yes, but it is primarily a word. The anointing is also there. There are those who are not engaging in the anointing of God's spirit that comes with pastoring and are just having the title pastor and are making decisions that are outside of God's word. Every action is outside of God's word. You, you can be a pastor and, and still have a very wild life. Different life. Yes. You're scorning God, scorning his principles. You are, you are, you are, not, you are not going anywhere. You are going nowhere to happen. If I says, blessed is the man, look at that. His delight, this man's delight, his joy, not a pastor, not a preacher, not a shepherd. Do you see? You don't have to be a shepherd in the house of God before you take delight in God's word. He says his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Day and night. Message version. Verse 2, message version. But his delight, message. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You thrill to God's word. Like God's word brings you excitement, joy. You are thrilled. I'm thrilled. Yes. Through God's word. Yes. Thrilled or thrilled. It's still 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 something. One guy said that you shouldn't be pronouncing the T in in, in words when you are speaking English. So instead of saying, um, what? Instead of saying water, say water. So this one will say railed. <laughs> Even that one too is a word. I tell you. Instead, you thrill to God's word, you chew on scripture day and night. And what will happen to you? What will happen to you? What will happen? This is a key to, to success. But a lot of people say, oh, 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 let's be serious. Oh, let, let's, let's live our life. Oh, let's do what we want to do. Oh, let's, let's, let's exist. Yeah, let's do whatever. I mean, we need, if you don't do pa, pa, pa things, you'll never, you'll never be able to get what you're supposed to get. Yes, what you need is a guy who has money. Yes, what you need is a guy who has money to take care of you. That is it. That is how this. Once. Yes, you only live once. This is how it is now. This is, this is, this is, oh, this one, it is a cake. This this one is a cake. What is this? What is this? No, this one is a cake. Fast pens. Vasco. God created man and woman. Has time changed man and woman? No, science is trying. People are trying to change. It's not working. Yes. So time does not change what God has said. What God has said remains true throughout time and ages the earlier you align yourself the better how long have you lived how long have you been here that you want to function by your mind and function by what people have said on the internet how long have they lived have they resurrected from the dead this is the man who was resurrected from the dead and has not died and he's saying some things you say that you know more than him i shock give you honestly i shock give you i am surprised that you are mocking me for believing in his words you are crazy sorry but that is the truth why should i why should i listen to you i'm not talking about i'm talking about the one who's listening to the message <laughs> i'm not talking i'm not talking you know i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the one who's listening to the message why should i listen to you 
when Jesus, who resurrected from the dead and has not died, this is not resuscitation, this is resurrection. All those who came back to life died again. They died, it was a temporal, it's called resuscitation. They came back. Lazarus died again. Yes. Lazarus died after four days of death. He came back and he died again later. He's not around. But Jesus died and rose again and is alive today. He's alive right now. And all the things that he did before he, he died, when he was alive, he still does them today. Today, 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 today. He still does them. Who, who, who is having a problem with your ear? If you have you are deaf in one ear or something, let me show you that Jesus is alive right now. He'll open it for you right now. He's the only one who can open deaf ears. Only he, he can open deaf ears. Nobody else can open deaf ears. Same Jesus. The Bible says Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and what he did yesterday, he does it today. And he'll do it forever. It's an amazing thing. He's alive. Don't joke with his words. When he talks, say yes, I am. Start moving. Oh, yes. Don't argue. Don't say someone wrote something on social media. Are you okay? Do you know the person? Someone wrote something on social media. Yes. That now is, is big men. You need to align yourself with the big man. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a mental patient who's writing. We know someone like that. Yes. We know someone like that. One of our guys is a specialist in something, in a certain aspect of medicine. You know, and he's, he's, he gets surprised when he sees the patients walking in. Almost a number of people who write certain things on social media walk into his psychiatric ward. They walk there. Bipolar and all kinds of things. They walk into his office and he takes care of them. The next moment he sees them on social media typing words of wisdom. Over to you. Over to you. Yes. Over to you. Wow. So God gives you pastors who will give you the word of God. It's your pastor can open your understanding. That's, that's our job. We have a job. We have a ministry. Preachers have a ministry of opening your understanding concerning the scriptures. They can open your understanding. Do you understand? <laughs> that's, that's our job. It's written in the, in the scripture. Jeremiah 3.15. I'll give you pastors according to my heart. What shall feed you with knowledge and understand? They can feed you with knowledge and with understanding. One day Jesus was preaching, talking to his disciples. They couldn't understand what he was saying. They couldn't appreciate what he was saying. In Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Look at Luke 24, 45. As Jesus was speaking, the Bible says that, Then opened he their understanding. He opened their understanding. He opened, then opened he their understanding that they may understand the scriptures. So a preachers are sent to open your understanding. Yes. To understand the scriptures. Your understanding can be opened concerning the scriptures. So the scriptures is not, it's not just words. It comes alive. Wow, this thing is true. This thing is real. If I live according to these things, it's going to help me. Yes, that's the power of the preacher. That's the one that he feeds you with understanding. It's an amazing thing. In Acts chapter 8, from verse 29, Philip was told by the Holy Spirit to join himself to the chariot of the Ethiopian eunuch. And he asked him, because he heard him reading the book of Isaiah. You know, go to the next verse. This is verse 29, verse 30. And Philip ran that to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah. And he said, he said understand that what thou read. Do you understand what you're reading? Do you understand what you're reading? This is the case of so many people in the world. They are reading the Bible, they don't understand. 
They are in the Bible. They don't understand. They are, they are in church. They can't understand what is going on. If you are in church and you can't understand what is going on, that is not where you are supposed to be. Move where you are supposed to understand. Where you can understand the scriptures. It's so important. Understanding what thou readest. A lot of children of God don't understand the scripture. You don't know where, how to even put it together. You don't know how to, how to make it work. You, you see it. You wonder, where should I start reading from? Where should I end? How, how do I get it? Do I get into the Greek word and, and into the Hebrew words? What do I do? You need someone to guide you. Look at the next verse. And he said, how can I? The Ethiopian Enoch retorted in anger. How can I? It's like it's, like it's a religious thing to do. We read, we read the Bible. So me too, I'm reading my Bible. We read it. So me too, I'm reading it. He didn't understand, but he was reading it. And he said, how can I? When Philip asked him that question, he thought it was a foolish question. Why are you asking him such a question? How can I? How can I accept some man? Some what? Man, not some angel. You don't need an angel to teach you the word. God has given us pastors, preachers, according to his own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. How can I, except some man, should guide me? So you need a man sent from God to guide you in the scriptures. I've been guided. What I'm preaching is something I heard. And I've heard so many times. That is why I can understand and quote scriptures for you and say, go here and go there. That is why it makes sense for me in my mind. That is why I can live with it. That is why when I don't have it, it, it does something to me. It's because someone has taught me. I've been taught. Everybody needs to be taught. If you are not taught, you can't enjoy what God wants you to enjoy. This guy was reading about salvation, but he could not understand what was happening, and he was going to leave the, the, the Bible without being saved. God sent him a man who guided him in the scriptures. He says, how can I accept some man to guide him? And he desired Philip. You must desire for the preacher to come into your life. You must desire for the pastor to come into your life, or else it's not going to work. You remain a babe for a long time, and you will not enjoy the inheritance that God wants you to enjoy. That is the honest truth. Brother, if you put it away, it doesn't work. I have people who have taught me the word. Reverend George has taught me the word. Pastor Chris has taught me the word. Bishop Doug has taught me the word. And they have proved it with their lives. They have proved it with their lives. With their lives. So it's, it's, it's proved. It's proven. Yes, it's proven. It can prosper you. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Look at Second Timothy 3, 16. It says, all scripture. Okay, go to 15. So I read 15 to you. It's okay, 15 is fine. It says, and that from a child. From a child. He's talking to Timothy. He says, from a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures. You have known it. Brother, you need to know the Holy Scriptures. Someone needs to guide you to know the Holy Scriptures. And that from a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise. They are able to make you wise unto salvation. What it means is that they are able to make you wise to have access unto salvation. To have access unto the details. All the beautiful things. Have access to all the beautiful things that salvation comes with. The word here is soteria. It means that all the beautiful things, the blessings, the health, the goodness, the riches, the faith. All the beautiful things are in salvation can be enjoyed by you if you understand the scriptures. And if you know the Holy Spirit, they are able to make you wise unto salvation. Okay? Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So don't ignore the way. That is the only way you can grow. I mean, without it. Don't ignore teaching. Teaching. The Daskalos, isn't it? Yes. Teaching. Teaching. Yes, consistent, intentional, precept upon precept, line upon line type of teaching. Yes, repetitive. That's why I don't preach new things. What I'm saying to you now, I've said it many, every year I say it. 
those who have heard it before, it may not be impressive to you. I've heard, I've, I say it every year. Because repetition is the key to making long-lasting and deep impressions. Yes, without repetition, you are going to have a problem. Understanding. They feed you with knowledge and with understanding. So that you can enjoy the inheritance of God. It's important. God, it's, it's painful to God when he sees his children sick. Poor. Not enjoying life. Not living for him. Wallowing in sin. Wallowing in depression. It's a pain. I don't know if... if, 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 if yeah, your father does not enjoy when you, are, when you are not happy. No, a true father does not enjoy when you are not happy. I mean, there are fathers who, who create the problem. There are fathers like that. Yeah. But a true father, a real father, does not enjoy when his children are suffering. Why should you complain because full prices have gone up? You are complaining because you don't know some things. If you knew in the scriptures that your life is not dependent on the happenings of this world, you will, you will dwell in safety. The darker the world gets, the, the brighter you shine. This is the time for you to shine. It's scripture, it's in the Bible. This is the time for you to live above all, all the problems. This is the time for you to receive an idea from the Lord that can become a million dollar idea. Yes, I was talking about, I was talking to someone yesterday. I was talking to someone who is a, a, a senior banker who finances most of these companies that are around. Most of these companies are owned by Lebanese. You see, he helps them. Most of, almost everything we have in this country is owned by a foreigner. White foreigner, I mean. And I said, what is the problem? We have, he said, oh, Ghanaians are not structured. The guy starts a business, but there's no structure to it. He wants to be a, the sole proprietor of the business. You don't want to share. So you can't grow beyond a certain level. No bank is ready to help anybody. That is not, I mean, it's, it's you. It's just you. It's not going to work. You have to become big. Your bigness and your greatness does not depend on the happenings around you. Yes, environment is key, but what is inside you is higher than what is outside. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Those scriptures are not for, for scripture's sake. It is practical. Ye are of God, little children, overcome them. You overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And it is practical. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome at this world. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome. It is practical. It's not, it's not, you must concentrate on it and live from there. I'm born of God, I overcome this world. My ideas overcome this world. Everything that comes out of me overcomes this world. You need the knowledge of God's word. If you don't get the knowledge of God's word, you'll be surprised. Paul said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He was talking to the Philippian church who has supported the ministry, supported the gospel. You're always giving offerings in church. You're always giving tithes in church. You're always giving partnership in church. You're always sponsoring the gospel, giving seeds, giving fresh fruit. You were entitled to supply from God. My God shall supply all my needs. So in this time, where dollar is going high, dollar is more than seven cities now. Yeah. It's more than seven cities now. Fuel is now eight cities. That means that, you see, fuel is price elastic. Did you do accounts in school? I never did accounts in school. Is what I'm saying true? Yes, we have price in, in, in elasticity and price elasticity. I did an MBA, so I know some of these things. Even though I did a red science all my life. I did MBA for two years, and it helped me. So I know fuel affects everything. What it means is that when the price of fuel goes up, milk things are going to go up. Tomatoes are going to go up. Phones are going to go up. Certainly, wigs are going to go up. 
certainly wigs are going to go up every lady here carries wigs isn't it oh say the truth and shame the devil we all have wigs in our hair is the truth it's going to go up yes everything is going to go up it's affecting everything now if you're not careful your height your heart will start Charlie and if you've noticed your pay has not changed in the last six months or one year the pay is the same everything is going up so fear will come into your heart you need Jesus I tell you you need the supply of the Spirit Holy Ghost you said in your word that you shall supply all my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus you're according to your riches in glory in glory your riches in glory and it's going to be by Christ Jesus what it means is that now is the time for you to increase in the knowledge of God <laughs> okay <laughs> because you need it's going to happen by Christ Jesus isn't it yes. so you need to get to know Christ Jesus some more you need to get to know Jesus some more now that the world is coming tougher you need to know Jesus some more I mean how does that affect you how, how does knowing Jesus affect me how does it affect me practically in my life it does remember I said to you that he says I'll give you passes according to my own heart which shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding now as if as you are fed with knowledge the more you feed on the knowledge of God the more you increase in Christ in your knowledge of Jesus Christ okay if you read in um, 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 2 look at 2nd Peter 1 1 and 2 I want to show you some of the things that happens as you are you allow the word of God to come to you. Some of the things that happens to you as the knowledge of God comes to you. Okay? Some of the things that happens to you as you allow yourself to be fed. When you feed on God's word and allow yourself to be fed, a lot of things happen to you. A lot of beautiful things happen to you. Look at this. This is Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. How? Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So the more of Jesus you get to know, the more you read concerning Jesus, and the more you read concerning his words, and the more, you see, Jesus' words... Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the words of the incarnated Christ. Okay? Do you understand incarnation? Incarnation is the God manifesting flesh or God becoming flesh. That's incarnation. God coming down into flesh. So as Jesus was walking around, Jesus was God in flesh. He says, no man has seen God at any time. It is the Son who has made him known. He has declared him. Jesus is God in flesh. So Jesus is a, is, is, Jesus' words are the words of God incarnate. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, okay, are the words of the incarnate Christ. Very powerful words. What Jesus said, some of the things, all the things Jesus said affects us up to now. So the more you read about his words and read about him, the more you increase in, the, in his knowledge. And the more you increase in his knowledge, the more grace is imparted to you and the more peace you have in the times of trouble. Do you understand? Peace is a commodity you cannot buy on any shelf in the world. There's no more that, sell, that sells peace. There's no more that sells grace. It can only be found through the knowledge of God. 
in the knowledge of us as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All the words that Paul wrote, that Peter wrote, all the words that the apostles wrote are the well are the words of the ascended Christ. So if you read Ephesians, Romans, Acts, Colossians, First Corinthians, Revelations, all those words are the words of the ascended. When Christ ascended, he gave these words to these apostles for them to write. So all those words are Jesus' words. Don't say Paul said. When Paul says something, he'll let you know that I'm the one saying it. It's in the Bible. When it is coming from you, he will tell you, I'm the one. This one is me. It's not the Lord. I'm the one saying it. But if it's not him who is saying it, he will tell you it's the Lord. So the more you allow these words, the more you allow these words to come, the more you are increasing in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. All the words of the Old Testament are the, are the, are the words of God. Because no prophet wrote on his own accord. They were inspired by the Spirit. So I, I mentioned 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, all scripture, not some, all scripture is God-breathed. Eh? 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture, not some, all scripture is God, is given by God, is by inspiration. The word inspiration is breath, the breath of God, the inspiral of God. God breathed through these people and gave these words. So all the words that you see are the words of God. They are not the words of men. Don't say a white man wrote the Bible. Does it matter if a white man or a black man wrote it? A white man wrote it to keep us in bondage. It's up to you. How can we read these words and feel alive? Like the more you meditate on them, the more alive you become. It affects your physical strength. How can we pray in the Holy Ghost and have strength physically? One of the reasons why I pray a lot is because it affects my strength physically. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, it affects my strength physically. The more I pray, the stronger I become. Yes. The more I preach, the stronger I become. You see, I, the whole of the, I traveled for 12 hours yesterday. I was on the road for 12 hours. I traveled to Afram Plains at dawn, 4 a.m. Drove all the way, went through the pantoon. Do you know the pantoon? Went through the Afram, went to the other side, and drove for another two or three hours in to go and check some things. <laughs> to go and work, do some work there. And after, I drove all the way back to Accra. And I've come to preach to you from, from there. So this morning, this morning I was traveling. But you see, I'm preaching to you. Happily. With strength. When I was coming, I felt weak because I was, I was, I was not, I needed to preach. When I took the microphone, nah, strength, an injection of strength came to me. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's not, you can't tell me a white man wrote it. How can the white man's words bring strength to me physically? It's not possible. It's the, it's the, it's the words of God. Yes. How can I read these things and, 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 and I'm having visions? Yes, we were traveling and we got to a certain point. When, I got, when we got there, I realized I'd had a dream about the place. I had had a dream and it was happening right before me, not deja vu. I'm t I had a dream about it. That's deja vu. I know deja vu. This is spirit vu, eh? Spirit vu. <laughs> Pastor Mike is here. <laughs> yes, spirit vu. I just saw, I realized that, hey, I've had a dream about this about six years ago. And I was there, right there. Yes. Who can do that? Who can organize that? Only the Holy Ghost. Only the Holy Spirit. No white man can do it. Why do you say that a white man wrote these are white man's words? Oh. And you believe some you believe something like that. 
I don't know who, who I'm talking to, but don't believe in such nonsense. Okay? Believe what this is. It, says it is inspired by God. God inspired them. God breathed them. And every one of them has the breath of God in them. When you put them in your mind and start meditating on them for them to get to your heart, it will change your life. It will alter your life. It says every word, every word that comes out of God's mouth, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, every word spoken by God is full of life. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick. It's alive. It's full of life. The word quick does not mean that it is quick. Like it is fast. He's talking about life. Amplified. Amplified. For the word that God speaks is alive. The word of God is alive. If you eat it, it gives you a shot of life. Jesus said, the words I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. They give you life. As he spoke to me, the spirit entered into me and helped me stand on my feet. It's an amazing thing. Yes. It will guide you. It will guide your steps. It's an amazing thing. For the word of God speaks is alive and full of power. It is full of power, making it active, operative, energizing. It is more than an energizer battery in your life. Yes. It is energizing and effective. It is effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, meaning that it can do every surgery on you. All the surgeries that you need to happen on you can happen through the word of God. Wow. So as you feed on, as you allow the knowledge of God to come to you, you increase in something called grace. What is grace? Grace is the ability of God. Grace is the help of God. Grace is the power of God on your, for, for your life, for you to do well. Grace is God helping you. Don't you need God's help at this time? Or you don't need God's help at this time? How many of you agree that you need God's help at this time, at this juncture? God must come in, or else you may go hungry. Because you're, you're it's not going to work. You may have to steal. That's what. Yes, yeah, someone, so we bought fuel someday. We're going somewhere. We bought fuel. 800. When we bought the fuel, the fuel attendant came and said that, Master, you just put two of my, two months of my salary on in your fuel. You just put two months. And sometimes it can be three. Because anything can happen. Yeah. Can you imagine? How are you living? How are you going to live? It's either you steal, okay, or you become a cheat. Or you become a prostitute. The guys do the first two. The girls become, do the last one. You need a sponsor. Eh? Sometimes the girls do all the three. Yes. In order to survive. But can you live beyond the pressures of this world? Beyond the financial crisis of this world? You can. Emphatically, yes. How? By living according to the supply of, of God. That is by Jesus Christ. How? By increasing in grace. You need to increase in grace. You need to increase in the help of God. You need to allow God to be able to help you more. The more, the more of God's word that comes to you through feeding, the more you understand that God can help you. You see, it is because you don't understand that God can help you in what you are doing. That is why you are suffering in that particular thing. If you understand and if it's that knowledge is present with you that this thing that I'm doing, God is helping me. You see that it's working. Yes. It's practical. So knowledge of God is directly proportional to God's help. As you are reading your Bible, as you are listening to the message, as you are meditating on the scriptures, what is happening? You are increasing in grace. What is grace? God is helping you. Grace is that which makes your life beautiful. Grace cannot be seen with the physical eye, but the effect of grace can be seen. Yes. It cannot be, it's, like the, it's like the air. 
you can't see the air or the wind with your eye but then you can see the effects of the wind when the wind is blowing you see that some trees are moving if it's very high you see that people some people's roofs are coming off those whose roofs are not correct this morning i had a dream of a roof that was not correct <laughs> yes a roof that was leaking leaking with water plenty of water was coming down what do you think that means that means i are not secured disaster is imminent you are not secured you need to do something i had a dream about it maybe some other time we can talk about the dream god gives you dreams that leads you you increase in grace grace is seen by increasing your abilities you are wiser you are smarter you are more intelligent you are more fruitful that's grace you see that god is helping you some more god is blessing you you'll be there someone will just bring a contract that you never knew will come to you god do not lead you to a pot of gold sitting somewhere that is laziness god does not lead people to pots of gold hmm? read your bible you you see god does not give lotto numbers <laughs> hey. He does not give lot of numbers, brother. Be there. <laughs> why? Why? Why are you taking lotto? Why? Why? Okay, use some other time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Increase in ability. He helps you. He helps you with expertise that nobody else has for more money to be channeled to god likes it when you prosper he enjoys the bible says that the lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his saints of his servants he takes pleasure he delights in the so he wants you to prosper he wants you to do well as it becomes hotter he wants you to do well he open a door for you how will you get such things happening I mean you gave your first fruits last month are you have you are you dead how many of you are dead you are alive is god not taking care of you god can take care of you even some more just when it's like it's finishing something will happen somewhere some contract will happen you see that is why the blessings of god show forth through your work hello grace the manifestation of the grace of god ultimately shows up in your work the blessing of God ultimately shows up in your what you are doing. If you're a Christian and not doing anything, you'll go hungry. Hello? You'll go hungry. One preacher said, we don't live on miracles. We live on principles. <laughs> yes. The principle is that the hands that does not work should not eat. It's in the Bible. It says the one that does not work, the hands that should not eat. It says they shouldn't be moving around, going from house to house, eating from people's house without paying. It's all in the Bible. The Bible. It's in the Bible. First Thessalonians chapter 4. It's all in the Bible. It says, mark all of those people who do that and, exc and, and exclude yourself from them. Because we didn't teach you that. We didn't teach you to be lazy, to not do anything. He says, everybody must work. Everybody must. First Thessalonians chapter, chapter 4, verse, verse 11. Go to, go to verse 10 to verse 11 so we can read it together. So if you, are, if you don't have anything doing, do something. Martin Luther said, no matter what, you must keep moving. If you cannot run, walk. If you cannot walk, crawl. If you cannot crawl, do something. Whatever it takes, just move. Do something. So you can't be a child of God and expect for things to work for you 
when you are not doing anything if you have to farm farm if you have to farm farm I have a friend who went to start a, 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 a cassava farm. He's a millionaire now. You said there's no one, there's no money in the account. He's a millionaire now. I'm not joking with you. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I can bring him here for him to come and talk to you. Cassava, he's a butcher boy. Cassava, yes, cassava. Went to university, everything after he said, no, this is what I have to do. I'm going to cassava. Yes, cassava. Yes. He has lands in the Volta region. Farming. He doesn't know Christ much. But because he's working. He's, he's going. If you are not working, you are not going to go. Prayer is important. Pray. After praying, start working. You, you remember what I just told you? I've traveled there and I've come. I'm, still, I'm working. Don't be surprised if I'm able to eat. I'm working. This is my work. When I finish, I have another meeting. Another meeting. I'm preaching to, I'm preaching till 10 p.m. Yes, I have three or four meetings before the day ends. I'm working. So don't be surprised if the Lord supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Don't be surprised if the grace of God in my life is going, showing. Because I'm working. You are not working. You are always sitting in the house asleep. The money will not come through your dreams. You must touch something. Don't become a lazy Christian. What kind of... Who taught you that? Who taught you to go to school and come home and come and sit at home? And not do anything and say that there's no job. Why are you looking for someone to give you a job? Why can't you create a job? You went to school for that. You went to school for some, for to, to learn how to create a job. Maybe they didn't teach you. But you, must, you should have learned it for yourself. You should have learned it for yourself. That's why they taught you how to read and write. You should have learned it yourself. Push your neighbor's cheek with your finger like this. You should have learned it yourself. It's not too late. You can learn it now. Tell anybody you can learn it now. It's not too late. Wow. And indeed, you do it toward all the brethren, which are all, all in Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that you increase more and more, and that you study to be quiet. So he's showing you how to live your life. Study to be quiet. Learn it. Learn to be quiet. Don't say I'm a sanguine. Learn to be study to be quiet. Learn to be quiet. You learn more when you are quiet. When you are quiet, you you, you see that's why some melancholics do, do well. You, your brain works more. You examine yourself when you are quiet. When you are talking, you are not listening. Hey. It's starting to be quiet. And to do your own business. To do your what? He didn't say and to work for somebody. To do your own business. So you must learn to do your own business. You may, be, you may be working for somebody, but learn to do your own business. Jacob, as long as he worked for Laban, did not prosper. When he started working for himself, he started prospering. He worked for Laban and worked for himself. That is double work. But he prospered. The prosperity came through his own work. The fact that you are working from age to five does not mean that your life should end at five. After five, you can do something extra. Yes, and push structure to what you are doing so that you can get the help that you need. And that you study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands. Work with your own hands. As we commanded you. Work with your own hands. Next verse. Meaning that if your, if your hands are not doing anything, you are blessed. The blessings of God will not show up by sitting down. It will show up by touching something. Yes. 
that you walk that you may walk honestly toward them that are without and that you may have lack of nothing you may walk honestly you may live an honest life toward all those who are outside the church so that you may have lack of nothing meaning that you can be in the house of god and be lacking a lot of things because you're not working yes you you now get into all kinds of things fraud christians who are doing fraud you see i'm touching something Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you learned anything since you came to church? Grace comes to you. As you as you are fed with knowledge, the knowledge of God's word. Understanding comes to you as you are fed with the knowledge of God's word. Yes. Understanding for life. You see, God has given you a lot of understanding right now. Maybe did you know that working is important? It is. It was what Abraham was doing that multiplied, that showed forth the blessings of God. The blessing of God was declared by what he was doing. God says, I'll bless you. All of that. Genesis 13, 1. And Abraham went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him, into the south. Verse 2. And Abraham was very rich. Very rich. Not in the spirit. His riches in the spirit had been converted to physical things. He was very rich in cattle. Why? He was a cattle rare. In silver, he sells a cattle, he gets silver. And in gold, he sells a cattle, he gets gold. He was a farmer. How did they know that Isaac was becoming richer and going forward and becoming great? It was because he planted in a time of famine and he got plenty. So the Bible says that, and the man Isaac grew rich and became great and became exceedingly great. That's Genesis chapter 26, 30. Let's read from 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. How did the Lord bless him? The Lord blessed him by giving him an hundredfold at a time when there was famine. So now that there are problems, this is the time for it to become bigger. Don't stop mentioning Kufadu in your house. If you've spoken about him too much, stop talking about Elevi so much. If that does not come, it will come through something. More taxes are coming. Stop, stop arguing too much in your house. It doesn't, oh, your, your, your argument does not get anywhere. Have you noticed? Yeah. You can sit in your house and talk, ah, and curse the president in the morning, curse him in the afternoon, curse him in the evening. When Mahama was here, you were talking. You said the Kufadu should come. Now the Kufadu has come, you are still talking. So who should come? Is it you who will come that will stop talking? And the Lord bless him. Next verse. Verse 13. And the man works great. I see you waxing great. As you allow the word of God to settle in you, and as you are led by the word of God and led by, the, by his spirit, as you listen to his word, meditate on his word, chew on his word, and allow his word to dwell in you, I see you waxing great, and I see you going forward. The Bible says, and he went forward, and grew until you became very great. I see you growing to become very great. People will wonder what you are doing. David said, God has made me a wonder unto my generation. You'll be a wonder unto this generation. No member of this church is allowed to be poor. You'll be wealthy and humble. You'll be wealthy and parking cars in the, in the parking lot. You'll be wealthy and cleaning the toilets. You'll be wealthy and serving God's, God's children. You'll be wealthy and teaching in the children's congregation. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, because you know where your, your wealth is from. 
My help is from the Lord. I will look up onto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord who is strong and mighty. He will take care of you. He will take care of you. Through his word. I see the Lord taking care of you. And you are becoming very great. You are waxing great. And you are going forward. Say I'm going forward. I'm waxing great. And I'm becoming very great. Yes. The word of God allows... You see, as you hear the word of God, the Holy Ghost enters you. Spirit enters you. Acts chapter 10, verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, as you hear the word of God, as you read it, while Peter yet speak the word, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. So as you hear the word of God, the Holy Ghost falls on you. A fresh, fresh anointing. Fresh revelations of God's word. Fresh glories of God. You increase in the glory of God. That's one of the things that happen. As you hear the word. As the word comes to you, glory, your glory increases. And all these things show forth in your life practically. Practically. And they make you great. So as the word is becoming harder and tougher, go for the word. Because the word is what will make you shine brighter and brighter. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. Arise, shine. Arise, shine. Why? Because you are the light of the world. Arise, shine. This is the time to arise and shine. Arise, shine. For thy light is come. The word of God is your light. Jesus is your light. It's your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Behold. He's prophesying. Show you what will happen in the world. Next verse, verse 2. Behold. Darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness shall... It is a, it is a prophetic word. It's a promise. It's going to happen. More ha- times are going to get harder for this world. But it says to you, arise and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross the darkness the people. But the Lord, but the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon your life. The glory of the Lord is seen upon your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see you shining. I said, I see you shining. You are getting better and greater and stronger and wiser, knowing what to do in this time. Why? For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The light of God is risen upon you. Arise, shine. For the light of for the light is come. Look at verse 3. Behold. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. And kings the brightness of thy rising. Kings are coming to you. Great people are coming to you. Because you have become great. Gentiles are coming to you. And they are coming with many. With prosperity. With greatness. Into your life. You will not go down. You will keep going higher. And going higher. And higher. And higher. It's going to get better. It can't get worse for you. It can only get better. I see you going higher. I said I see you going higher. You are becoming greater. You are becoming greater. You are waxing great. And becoming exceedingly great. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because the grace of God is coming to you through the word of God. Through the word of God. The Holy Ghost is entering you and setting you on your feet. Through the, as the word of God comes to you. The word of God is setting you on your feet. The knowledge of God's word is prospering you. And causing you to go forward. I see doors opening for you. That nobody can open. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, has the key of David. There's a key called the key of David or the keys of David. And the keys of David is such that when you open, when David opens, no man can close. And when he closes, no man can open. Jesus has those keys. 
the more of him you get to know the more that key works for you i see jesus opening doors for you that no man can close and i see him at the same time closing certain doors that no man can open doors that will destroy your life are closed doors that will help your life are open for you from henceforth in the name of the lord jesus the holder of the key of david the holder of the keys of david is functioning in your life practically from henceforth doors are opening for you if you have never traveled before doors of traveling doors of travel to do business is open for you you are getting international clients and international investors it's happening for you practically it's happening for you practically don't your job your business will not become will not be local anymore your business is declared international from henceforth in the name of the lord jesus international he holds a key of david and so any of the church of philadelphia right these things say that is he that is holy he that is true he that has a key of david he that opened it and no man shut it and shut it and no man opened it he has the key of david he opens and no man shuts i see our lord and savior jesus christ opening the key opening the door of investors from outside of clients from outside this country in the name of the lord jesus it will not be one client it will be many clients you'll be selling in dollars and selling in pounds and selling in euros so that you can thrive and glide in this economy in the name of the lord jesus and i see you walking in health the key of your health what will make you healthy and strong is open to you in the name of the lord jesus when others say there's a casting down you shall say there's a lifting up you shall say there's a lifting up those that know their god shall do exploits they shall work great and they shall do exploits i see you working great i see you doing exploits in the name of the lord jesus the Bible says that understanding is the world spring of life. It means that he that has understanding has life. And the Bible says that they that lack understanding shall be as them that walk in the land of the dead. Jesus said that the, the, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit in their life. Listen, when you encounter understanding, you encounter the wells of life. <laughs> there's a difference between bathing in the bathroom and bathing in the stream where the water is fetched in the stream you can get drowned when you encounter understanding you enter the wells the waters of the well and you drown in them that's when you begin to enter blessings and prosperity so you see when the Ethiopian Enoch met the man of God and he explained the scriptures the next thing that they they came is he saw water anytime you encounter understanding you encounter the waters of life you are entering the water today ah you are entering the water today I see you drowned in the waters of prosperity I see you drowned in the waters of of excellence receive abundance receive increase receive prosperity receive speed 
the same you shall skip and jump upon your mountains in the name of Jesus I see increase I see prosperity I see divine ideas I see promotion I see creativity in the name of Jesus receive it now receive it now it is your time it is your time it is your time nothing will stop you nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus nothing will stop you in the name of Jesus Lekomo shalabadenemosha Ileku paradia tenemedelegese Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for understanding. Thank you, Jesus, for understanding. Your minds are opening. Listen, your minds are open to a different level of understanding. When pastor speaks, you will understand. You will not hear mere words. You will be ushered into realms of understanding, realms of prosperity, realms of greatness. In the name of Jesus. Every new level in your Christian life is the evidence of an encounter with understanding. The only reason why pastor can do the things you cannot do is because he has understanding. Listen, the day God opens your mind to understand the way pastor understands, you will pray the same way you preach. You don't get it. So, in all that I get in, in all that I get in, get understanding. In all that I get and get understanding. The, listen, so you see, Paul will pray and say that I pray that the Lord will open your eyes of and listen, he, he knew that the, the power to do, the power to, to make things happen was not just in laying of hands, but he said, even if I'm not here and you understand the way I understand, you can do the works I do. The second is in understanding. So you see, when pastor is preaching, all that, listen, let me tell you, I can tell your pastor's heart. You know his heart. His heart for you is that, look, constantly you abide in the word. And the day comes when pastor is not here. They'll bring a dead person to this place. Because you understand the way he understands. You rebuke the sick person, and the dead person will come back to life. It's understanding. It's understanding. Listen, when, when, when an enemy is chasing you, and you have a gun in your pocket and don't understand the way the gun works listen you have a gun fully loaded and you will die and you will die so you see when you have understanding as to how the gun works you are not afraid you anybody comes and you fire the person the reason why you are crying you are frustrated and you are confused chasing prophets here and there and you everything you see on social media you apply it to your life Everything you hear about, about marriage, social media, you apply to your life. And can't you see the way you, your, your life has been? You, you, you don't have an understanding to separate the foolish things from the wise things. Even horses have the ability to separate the leaves from the wood when they are eating. How much more you? Listen, get understanding. Say, Lord, give me understanding. Open my mind. Listen, understanding. Oh my goodness. In the book of First Kings, chapter 19. God himself spoke to Elijah. He said, go and anoint this person, this person, and Elisha. He went to the farm and saw Elisha on the farm. Now watch this. When you read 2 Kings chapter 1 and chapter 2, Elijah, Elisha saw Elijah going up, shouted, 
my father, my father, blah, blah, blah. And he received the mantle. The same mantle he received. When he was crossing back to the Jordan, he tied the Jordan and the Jordan opened. That was the mantle he used. But in First Kings chapter 19, eh, when Elijah met Elisha, he didn't talk. He just went and pulled his mantle and put on Elisha. Elisha understood. Elisha understood. But you see, at that time, Elisha couldn't have used the mantle. The same mantle. Why didn't Elisha have gotten the mantle? Because in that time, the only way a prophet could give you his anointing was that when he gives you the mantle or his staff, it means that he has transferred the power to you. He received the mantle that worked for him in Second Kings chapter 2. And in the first Kings, the thing didn't work for him. Why? Why? From first Kings to Second Kings, when he saw them, scholars believe it's 22 years. I came to tell you something very simple. If only you have understanding into what service is, your life has changed forever. The only understanding Elisha needed in that stage, Bible said he went, killed the oxen and the instrument and cooked the meat, gave it to his friends and family. They ate and the guy left, went to follow him. After serving the man with understanding, when he was coming back, the same mantle that refused to work for him was the mantle with which he did all the miracles he did, times two, father's father did. Pastor can sit here, stand here, lay hands on you. He can even, listen, he can put his clothes, his shoe, he can cook you in oil until you understand the mountain will never be activated. Anointings are activated by understanding. I'm telling you. I am telling. Listen, they are activate. When God called him, man, the things God told him, it didn't manifest in the first year. No, 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 no. As his understanding grows, the things are unveiled. The more he understands. Listen, when we met him, we didn't think that Bishop was part of his calling. We didn't think that. Look, I'm shocked. Anytime I stand here, and he knows, I see what I tell him. I said, man, go wherever you pass. Show me. Let me pass this on. <laughs> And I, I say it, his wife is, is, is my witness. I say it all the time. But you see, I've come to know that this man is a man of understanding. Understanding of honor. Understanding of, of, of service. Understanding to how money works. First fruits. Don't be coming there behind the messages and believing. And, and just, no, 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 no. When you hear, go back, listen to it again. And understand. What's, what, what is understanding? A two words, under and standing. It is that which, listen, the, the, the understanding of this building is the foundation. The structure stands on something. You're standing. What makes you stand the way you stand? Unshakable or movable? What is under your standing? That means understanding. So, why do the things you do? Why do you give? Why do you serve? Are you serving that so that pastor will say, it is time for you to preach? Are you serving that pastor will see you and clap for you? Pastor will promote you or what? Why are you serving? Why are you giving? Why are you singing in church? Why do you even come to church on Sunday? You bought a clothes on Friday. You want everybody to see so you bought it and you came here today. That, that you don't have understanding. Why am I coming? Because when I come, the Bible says that how good and pleasant is it for men to dwell together in unity. For it's like the so one understanding of coming here today that when I come, I encounter the oil of God. It, it's, it's, it's impartation service for me. Don't want your father to an, uh, announce impartation service before you come. No. Every Sunday, every service we meet here yeah. is impartation service. Yeah. That's understanding you work with. That's understanding. Why must I give? I give because I love the Lord, not because I don't even receive a blessing. I give because I'm blessed. Some of you, let me tell you something. I felt the pastors and the leaders. Listen, you can you can become four times bigger 
than daddy. And that's he tells me all the time. He tells me every, every time we meet. Listen. But you see, that ability is in your understanding of how to serve and serve well. No great man in the Bible ever became great without service. Understanding. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what, me tell you what understanding will do for you. Understanding is what will make David, eh? After he was being pursued by Saul to be killed by Saul. Yeah. When he had a chance to kill Saul, I will not touch the Lord's anointed. Hey, no, somebody wants to kill you, you get a person to spear the person and say, I'll spare him. Why? Understanding. He understood what the anointing is. He understands it. Some of you don't understand what you don't understand anything. So when you come to church, you see anything and your heart is troubled. You speak anyhow. You talk why did Pastor Lekam talk me like that? Why that didn't understand where I stay? Why must I always come to church? You are telling me to always come here. Why? What you need to say? If you want to grow faster, seek understanding. You are fasting not because you you you, you fast that, that, that you fast for trivial things. You fast for uh, you are doing things for the wrong motive. You don't have understanding. Victory is by understanding. Everything we will ever achieve on for earth through ministry is by understanding. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, give me understanding. In my marriage, in my work, in my ministry, in my service, in everything I do, give me understanding in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless your word and bless your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, let our eyes be opened. Show us what it means to walk with you. Cause us to understand what it means to be in your service. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's why we come to church, isn't it? Yes. More you, the more you hear God's word, the more you understand. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm going somewhere. See, I'm going somewhere. And nothing can stop me. I'm a bundle of success. Happening everywhere. I'm happening everywhere. I'm happening everywhere. Success is happening everywhere because I'm a bundle of success happening everywhere in this world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, say it with confidence, child of God. Say it with confidence. Say what God has called you. Call yourself by the name that God has called you. Say, I'm a success. 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 Hey, Adababa. Megadababa. Malogadaba. Hey, Malagadaba. Hey, Balagayaba. I'm a success. Hey, Dabaya. When I go to the waters, I will not be drowned. Say, when I go to the waters, I will not be drowned. When I go to the fire, it cannot burn me. It shall not burn me. I'm the, I'm the power of God in the earth. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. The power of God is working inside me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'm going forward. I'm watching great. I'm a success. I'm a success. I'm a success. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Sit down in heavenly places where you belong in Christ.
Every time you sit down, remember that you are seated in heavenly places together in Christ Jesus. Whenever you are sitting now, whenever you are sitting now, remember when you sit down, ah, I'm seated together with Christ in Christ in heavenly places. Yes, that is where I belong. Hallelujah. There's joy in Christ. The kingdom of God has three foundations righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Yes, justice and judgment at the throne of God. Yes, righteousness, peace, and joy. Joy. Say, I have joy. Don't say, I have joy. I have joy. Even how you're saying it, that's not it. I have joy. 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 The Bible says rejoice evermore. Evermore. Again, I say rejoice. See, I'm full of joy. I'll never be sad in my life. I'll never be sad in my life. I'm going to have a Holy Ghost party every day. I'm going to have a Holy Ghost party every day. All by myself. Don't become too serious in life. Don't let this world beat you up. Don't let someone who gave you a broken heart affect you so much. Because she said no to you, your life has changed. No, she said no to, to, mm. she said no to a David. I tell you, you were king in this life. You were priest in this life. I tell you, you are not ordinary. If, if he didn't mind you, don't, don't be crying. I don't know this boy. No, there's a better neighbor coming. There's a better neighbor coming. A better neighbor is on the way. Hey, when you get to your room, you start rejoicing. Hey. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.